Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at RomanGabriel3. This is a best-of edition of Sold Out Sports Talk. Today's show will feature interviews with Vince Papali from the movie Invincible and NFL wide receiver Charles Johnson. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports 365 days a year. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel 3 fan page. Now, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk back. I, it's, it's, you know, it's like, a, it's like a going home week. I just got off the phone with my favorite coach, Coach Dick Vermeil, your favorite coach, Vince Papali with us, the Invincible. Vince, whenever I get to see you face-to-face, it's a treat, brother. Thank you. So it's great to be down here with you. I remember you were like, like this, and look at you. Now you're just a big dog, right? I've known this guy since I was like 16. <laughs> the real RG3 right here, baby. Well, I tell you, isn't it great that the Eagles are in it? It's yeah, always I, how great. exciting. I, what's Dick, I, what, what is Coach Vermeil's reaction? He's, you know, he's excited because, you know, he was saying that he lives in the community. And when you live in the community right. and you know the Eagle fans and you know the voracious fans that they are, that he was just excited for Coach Peterson. And, right. and he said that uh, that he just was really impressed with what they've done this year and, and, the, and he, they just have to handle that mystique of the Patriots. Uh-huh. You know, one of the great things that Coach Vermeil did is when um, Dick knows that uh, Doug and, and, and uh, Janet and I were real good friends and his wife Jeannie because uh, uh, Janet actually started she became the realtor when he came in Philly in 99 right so we've been buds ever since and, and uh, Coach knows our relationship and so when Doug got the job Coach said uh, why don't you uh, just ask Doug to come over to our house my house his little 110 acre uh, log cabin that he has out there you know 100,000 square feet whatever and he was going to do a cookout and he just wanted to you know, and, and, and now he he loves him so much. I mean, he really cares for him, not only as a coach, but as a person and making sure that he understands all the demands he's going to get from Philadelphia, from the press. And it's so funny because he'll be calling me during the week or he'll be calling my wife, Janet, during the week. So I'm so nervous about this game. I don't want to I don't want to rattle Doug, but I'm so nervous about this game. I want him to win so bad. I think he's his biggest fan. And uh, it's just a tribute to Coach Vermeil. That's just why we love him so much. Vince Papali is here with us on Sold Out Sports Talk. And Vince, we covered the Eagles uh, Monday night, covered them yesterday, uh-huh. uh, had a long talk with Frank Reich, the offense coordinator who we know very well, right. uh, and Coach Peterson. And one of the things that, that really stuck out right away was this team has incredible unity. Uh, I and, can't and, believe you and, just said that word. Yeah, That's yeah. what I had in my head. That, but when you you can tell because coach sets the tone. He's so relaxed. Mm-hmm. They're having so much fun, and you know what having fun is. I told somebody the other day about what you used to wear under your jersey, right? Who's nuts? <laughs> Who's nuts? For the Eagles. But this team right. is having fun, and yeah. you know when you're having fun, and, and when it, there's nothing more fun, right? Well, you know, you, you you can have fun, but you also have to have a purpose and a focus, and that's the great thing about Doug. Uh, he's keep them focused, and he allows them to be many, allows them to be individuals, but they all understand the team concept. And they all go with that theory. There's some buzzwords that work throughout. Uh, that, that when Doug gave his first speech uh, to the team, and, and he said he just focused around one word, and it was hustle. And he said it takes no talent to hustle. And he demands that of them at, all the time. It's always hustle. You know, it takes no talent to be on time, to be coachable, to have a good attitude, all those kinds of things. And this is what, he, this is what he's instilling in this team. And they're buying into it. And winning certainly helps buy into yeah. it. 
But I, I, I think, but it was that belief in that philosophy that he had that helped them win, and it just further reinforces all those things that he's trying to uh, try, trying to impart on these guys. The it's, other thing it's I was really great to watch. Really impressed by was the young guys. Uh, I talked to Nick Nick Foles, and and this guy, uh, very impressive young man. I mean, not just as a football player, but what he's been through, the right. way he's handled it. He's a strong Christian young man. I like you, yeah. Uh, has so a foundation. That, sure. uh, so we got along on that well. But mm-hmm. I was very, you know, this. I mean, whenever you have adversity, that really brings you know to the surface who you are. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like for him that being out of football for that short period of time really refocused him and really, really had him be appreciative of you know you know how it is. These guys today, mm-hmm. you know, they're being recruited when they're junior high students. Right. But the bottom line is. Being appreciative and knowing that you love the game as much as he, he really realized how much he loves the game. And uh, he's he's just so relaxed, uh, and 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 a lot of it is just because of his belief, but his confidence, and and uh, he trusts Doug, and, and he trusts Carson, and you see the three of them. You see Frank Reich, you know, when he comes off the field, there's the three. It's like the trifecta there. He's got some great eyes and ears off the field as well. You know, when he comes off and goes to the sideline after the plays. But you know, it, it's it, it's it, it, Nick's been around Doug forever. And uh, and he trusts him, and and Doug has that trust for Nick, and it was sort of funny because uh, Nick wasn't part of the, the the formula as we know early on in the season, and uh, I was on one of those uh, sports panels, you know, in the preseason, and they were talking about the backup quarterback and who was going to do what and whatever, and I said, you know what, I because I sort of knew how sort of some inside stuff, and I said I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Nick Foles became a Philadelphia again. They all started laughing. Well, who would believe it? He's not only the starting quarterback. I just saw right up there he's got a 117 passing rating, which is the best rating ever in the playoffs, and since 1970, even more so than Tom Brady. And our defense, uh, which is going to be, uh, that, that's the real test is going to be defense. Uh, they have seven guys with more than 20 hurries each. That's 20 hurries, and that's also tops in the NFL. And if Yes, what's one of the keys to the game is just putting constant pressure on Brady and just keep pounding him, soften him up a little bit. Vince Papali's here, and, of course, everybody knows about the movie Invincible, but I'm so proud of you about Vince is that you've taken that Invincible uh, tag and, and you've turned it into something special for other people, which is books, uh, speaking, uh, youth, opportunities to preach that message about invincibility. Tell me about invincible and what that means to people out there and how you're using that to help others. Well, more than anything, you know, it's about the dream, you know, and having that dream. But, you know, with the dream, there's a price to be paid. And uh, if you're not willing to pay the price, it's never going to happen. And a lot of it, of course, is the hustle and all those things that you put into it. You talk about opportunity. I got that opportunity from Dick Vermeil, and that's why I love him so much. I mean, who, how many people would get what I got, you know, from him? <laughs> I was 30 years old, didn't play college football, never been done before, and I get the shot. And I'll tell you, your dad was one of the key guys because we struck up such a great relationship. And the three months prior to the training camp, your dad was always down there throwing balls, and he just kept throwing to me. And we, we started to develop a little bit of a rapport. And uh, so we get into training camp, and there's your dad, man. He was firing at me the whole time. And, uh, and he throws such a great catchable ball. I mean, they were impossible to drop. And, uh, and he was a major part of, of me there and giving me the confidence that I could play because I looked up to him so much because of his career there with the Rams. And I'm saying, wow, I'm here training with Roman Gabriel. And he says, I got what it takes to play in the NFL, you know. So uh, a, a lot of things came to play. But, you know, the movie now, which is so great, Roman, it sort of enables me to have my platform and be the disciple for that impossibility kind of a thing, showing that it is possible. 
and uh, and and it's a great vehicle to do it. And it's really one you of the vehicles, you know, with the, the book, book here. Yeah, the last laugh, vision of victory. I'm right now behind me is my Dennis. teammate, roommate, Dennis Franks. Right here, Dennis yeah, Franks. Right there. I love him. And, Philadelphia uh, Eagle linebacker and a long snapper, and in yeah. the movie, you know, he's the he he's the center that doesn't like anybody that snaps me and throws me on the ground and says you got to read the knuckles, and uh, there it is for all to see. So tell me, vision to victory. What's this book about? Well, basically, what it is, it's a it's a way to show people to get to the next level to realize their full potential, you know. And there's uh, Dick Vermeil, you just had as a guest. He said potential is the greatest waste there is out there. So we came up with the code. It's the Victor's Code, uh, four seven V's. Starting with Victor, um, with vision, and ending with victory, and uh, and how we lived our lives through that code, and then we have twelve Hall of Famers, including Dick Vermeil, and and uh, and um, uh, Jim Harbaugh, oh, and, wow. yeah, and Heather Mitz, and uh, all, a array of very well-known people from different uh, diverse backgrounds, and, uh, and so this is for everybody, and, and it's for everybody, and they're, and they're telling us, and they're telling the the people how they can live their lives through that code. The Victor's Code. So uh, we put it together. I'm real excited about it. It comes out for general release March 5th. But right now we have a Super Bowl special for you. Just go to shop.com and you go to shop.com, that landing page. You'll see this book, The Last Slab Vision to Victory. And real excited about it. So we're going from here down to Miami and launch it in front of a 25,000 people convention wow. that Dennis is associated with, marketabarkingshop.com. Then we're coming back to Minnesota and watch our Eagles take on the Patriots. The invincible Vince Papalis here yeah. on Sold Out Sports Talk. Okay, there's no way that I can get away from this interview without asking you this. Young Vinny, man, wide receiver. Yeah, wide receiver. Tell me about what's going on with him. Well, I'm very proud of both Vinny and my daughter, yeah. Gabriella, a Syracuse grad, now working with the 76ers. And uh, Vinny is a, uh, proud to say that he's a, He's a um, an honor student. That's number one uh, at, at the University of Delaware, and he's also he didn't get that from you, no, right? No, he didn't get you know he got, <laughs> he got it from he got it from the mom's genes, right? And uh, and of course, uh, you know we got we got that going. But he's a pretty good wide receiver, and he, he was told he actually has the, the highest uh, catching efficiency on the team. Wow! Yeah, and uh, real excited about next year. We got a new coach, Danny Rocco, uh, came real close this year to the playoffs, just uh, one touchdown away. Uh, we'll be in the playoffs and in, uh, in, in vying for the. Uh, for, for the, um, the championship in the Colonial League. So, uh, but Vinny's got it all. And, uh, you know, he's, he's doing everything he can, working hard, coming off an ACL, MCL. And, uh, you know, Jason Kelsey uh, was his mentor going oh, through that, too. You know, helped him out an awful lot. So, um, real excited about Vinny. And, uh, you know, it's sort of fun to see your little boy out there on the football field. A lot of people don't know this about you. That you had a battle with cancer, yeah, real serious yeah, battle with yeah, it. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, well, the bottom line though is, is you're at least able to appreciate what it's like to have your life turned upside down yeah. and what you have to do to get it back in order. How, how's that helped you, Vince, in terms of your life? Well, uh, you know, certainly it's helped me in terms of maintaining and, and my life longevity because I'm a better eater <laughs> and I'm exercising better. You know, my wife says, you're not going to have this happen again. You're going to constantly get screened. And I'm a spokesperson for doing a lot of that screening. But, uh, you know, it was one of those things that happened almost 17 years ago. I found out I had colon cancer. Uh, we took care of it. I was really lucky that I didn't have chemo radiation. The surgery was done basically laparoscopically or like an arthroscopic surgery on your knee. They ripped 18 inches of my colon out through my belly button. And uh, three days I was out of the hospital working out again, you know. And, uh, um, and it, it, now, you know, and that's where the, the book helps, um, the movie helps, and it gives me an opportunity to get out and using Invincible as the uh, platform 
for colon cancer and rectal awareness. So I always wonder, what's your relationship with Mark Wahlberg? Tremendous. We were talking on the phone just the other the last week, actually. He, he, I, I'm, I text him all kinds of stuff, you know, pictures of the kids because we're pretty close. And they got back to me and said, hey, that's really cool. Give me a call. And I called him. Here he was in Colombia and uh, in South America, you know, filming a new film. And I asked him if he was coming to the game. And he has a shooting schedule that they're trying to change. And I said, if you come, you better be wearing that 83, baby. So there's a lot of stuff out there on social media. If you if you uh, Google up Papawe Wahlberg right now, there's a lot of fun stuff about, you know, who's he going to root for and all that. But Mark and I are great friends. Uh, he did a terrific job. I'm so proud to say that Mark Wahlberg played me in Invincible. So very cool. Vince Papali, I could talk to this guy forever, my buddy. of Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with NFL wide receiver Charles Johnson. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. Hey, I get a break. I can't believe this. Charles Johnson of the Minnesota Vikings is giving me a break. For two days, I've been talking about everything from a man's prostate to uh, orthopedic limbs to, uh, I don't know. I, I think I've talked about every product under the sun. So you're not bringing me a product. I'm shocked. I'm not. I'm not. I'm here just on my own. I'm just here on my own behalf and uh, just representing the Minnesota Vikings and just out here just to get on the air with you and talk a little bit. Okay, so you're, you're not one of those guys that goes, I would never go to the Super Bowl unless we were there. So you're, you're here to enjoy it yourself and have a little fun. Yeah, I am. I mean, I mean, life's a little, a little too, too short. short, man. And I, I try to take in every moment, especially being in, a, in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're presented so many opportunities, and I want to take advantage of every opportunity and everything that I'm able to do. I want to take. I want to go ahead and do it. I don't care if it's little or big. Uh, is this your first time on Radio Row? Have you no, done it before? I did it last year. Okay. As well, so this is crazy cool. here that yeah. today. The the size of this place, right? Yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy here. <laughs> now, I'm I'm not going to bring this up for long. We talked about before the show. Um, I was I, I was thinking you guys were going to come see us in Carolina, or you were going to go to Washington if you beat Seattle, right? Uh, we would if we beat Seattle, I think we would have went to Arizona. Yeah, to Arizona, exactly. Yeah. Um, how long does it take to recover from one of those? Um, I mean, I think it's just something that you just got to go over there and just forget. The yeah. next day, you just got to forget about it. Hey, you didn't watch that film, did you? No, we didn't. No, but thank you just goodness. Gotta, you just got to forget about it, man. You win and you lose in this league, and that's part of the game, man. We know that we let one go that game. The game we we played better than the Seattle Seahawks that game, and we we should have been playing the Arizona Cardinals in the, the next week. We went, we let one go. We just got to come back next year, keep on working, so we can win that game. Charles Johnson, the Minnesota Vikings, with us on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. Charles, um, you know, for fans out there that watch it, the playoffs is so fun to watch for the fans. I mean, it's just that's what the NFL is all about. You do everything you do to the season to make the playoffs. Um, is this going to be something that's going to be a, a shot in the arm to the guys in the offseason to say, hey, we could have been there, now it's time for us to take it to the next step? Or is there real, as you said, disappointment like, hey, we gave one away and we should be there? Yeah, I think some guys are disappointed like, man, we let one slip because we, we expect to, to win those games. We expect to be at the next level right now. And uh, 
that didn't happen. But we got a great group of, group of guys that work a young extremely team. hard. Yeah, and very young who work and know what the main focus is as a team, as a unit. And we know, yeah, we may have lost this game, but that's not going to get us down. We're going to keep working. We're going to keep grinding. And we're going to go out there and win the next one. You got a new stadium getting ready to go into next yeah. year. This has been a kind of a uh, – well, I won't say rough because in the old days, those Vikings like Bud Grant's guys – they used yeah. to have to play in that every single oh, year. Yeah. So I guess you're happy to get back inside after being at Gopher Stadium. And you guys kind of had some cold games for home games, right? Yeah, we had some pretty cold games. I mean, nowadays with the NFL, you got heated benches. Yeah, yeah. The uh, turf is heated and everything. So it's not too bad, especially if you're out there playing. I mean, for me, the two years I played there, it wasn't too bad playing outside. It'd be exciting to play inside our new stadium. It's, it's Looks looking beautiful. fabulous. Beautiful. And, uh, be I mean, a Super I'm Bowl super there. Yeah, Hopefully, you guys can be years. in that, right? Oh yeah, that'd there's be never great. been done. Never had a Super Bowl be, team I at think, their own I stadium. think we got a chance, and uh, I like my team. You got a young team, and you do have a chance. Very talented football team. Um, tell me about the tradition of the Vikings in terms of you guys. Bud Grant came out uh, the playoff game with his short sleeve shirt on. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> he was not going to be uh, with with succumb to the cold. Tell me about uh, the tradition of the Vikings. Is, is it something that you guys get told or you know about, or do you stay in touch? Because I know there's a, the tradition of the Vikings goes back a long ways. Oh, yeah. I mean, we do get told a little bit about tradition. Everybody knows Bud Grant and how he how he preaches that, hey, we're not going to wear sleeves. No, but we're going to take the code, and we're going we're gonna to play in this code, and that's going to be used to our advantage. And, and we, we know about the previous players that came before us, and we, we recognize those guys and we, we honor those guys because those guys paved the way for us to be a Minnesota Viking today. And I mean, we learn what we can learn, and I mean, the history is there and it, it speaks for itself, and we just want to be part of that. You got the Kentucky Life ad. I can't miss that. Uh, yeah. what, now, did you go to Kentucky? No, I'm from Kentucky. Okay, what part of Kentucky? I'm from north of Kentucky, right across the bridge from Cincinnati. Oh, okay, yeah, I've been there, been yeah. through there. Uh, I'm in Boone, North Carolina, around the around the Virginia, Tennessee, North Carolina border, the corner up there. Okay, but uh, drove through there the Super Bowl a few years back in Indianapolis, and so where where did you play your college ball? Um, I played my last two seasons. I graduated from Grand Valley State. Yeah, it's in it's in uh, sure. Michigan. Sure, so I, I graduated from there and played. You know what's great about there. the NFL today is they don't miss anybody, but not very often. Yeah, if you're used good to, enough to play, exactly. Find you. It doesn't matter where you're from, small or big. If you're good enough to play, what was the transition like from Grand Valley State you know, when you first stepped into the NFL? Oh, that's a good question. Everybody asks me, hey, it's going to be a totally different when you go from the from a Grand Valley State Division two program to the NFL and. For me, I, I, I didn't notice any difference. Really? I was like, it's still football. I'm like, exactly. I was like, some of the guys I actually that I played with at Grand Valley State was better than some of the guys that I really? played with in NFL. And I played at a junior college. Some of the guys I've ever played with were in junior college. Where'd you go to JC? Uh, in Antelope Valley in uh, California. And, I uh, played JC out here too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I just think that football is football, man. Everybody knows how to play it. And if you're good enough, you're able to translate it. And as long as you go out there with that confidence in yourself, you're going to be able to play with We're a faith family and sports network, right? Yeah. And the bottom line is, you know, I talk to players all the time about what really counts, and that's uh, you have the platform that you have because you work hard to get where you're at. The NFL career is a short career. Um, what are you doing with your time and using that platform to influence other people's lives? I try to influence as much as I can. I mean, I'm a, I'm a very humble guy, and uh, I, I'm a guy who came from literally nothing. And my, my, my path to get to where I am today is – it's been a bumpy one, yes. and I wouldn't change it for anything because it made me who I am today, and that's kind of my testimony, and I and I, I really hold on to that, and I try to share my testimony with others and show them, like, hey, there's a chance. It may be a little chance, but there's a chance, 
and if there's anything I can do to help, you can lean on me. If if you need this, if I got it, we gonna share it together. I'm not here to take it all. I just want a piece, just and I give you the other piece. And like that's just how I am, and I'm I'm a guy who's started from nothing, and I just wish sometimes somebody would have helped me one day when I was in need, and maybe it didn't happen, maybe it did, and now if I'm able to share shed a little light, shed a little faith on somebody, give faith to somebody, and. That's just what I'm here to do. Charles Johnson is with us with the Minnesota Vikings on Faith, Family, and Sports, sold-out sports talk on American Family Radio. Charles, we ask players this a lot because we really want to find out about who they are. Uh, what does faith, family, and sports mean to you? Um, I always say my three things is faith, family, football, pretty much the same thing. And uh, I mean, faith is just something that's big for me. I mean, uh, without your faith, I always say through my works I can show you my faith. And um, it's just something that's big for me. I mean, it's hard. Some people, it's hard for them to, to, to have faith because faith is believing something that you can't see yeah. and, and all that. And it's it's, it's kind of hard. But you had to really dig deep and uh, just be like, all right, I'm just going to believe. I'm going to, for me, I'm going to walk with him. I know he's there. He's guiding me. And he has my back. And when times are hard or when times are even even good, I always know that he, he's the reason why, and uh, he's going to always guide me through that. Where did your faith background in the Lord come from? Where, where did that start? Honestly, I didn't. I didn't grow up in the church. Um, I mean, I grew up. I was. I grew up just kind of, kind of all over the place because my dad got really ill, and mm-hmm. when I was young, so I was bouncing from living with my friend's house, friend's house to friend's house, and just being being around. And uh, then I, I got into high school. I started going to church a little bit, and just like all right this is it's cool I, I just noticed that every time i went i felt like i was getting spoken to yeah I just kept getting spoken with every message i went and then i went off and i trained for the combine and the church i was going to in nashville tennessee it was just like he was just speaking to me directly and it just started tolling on me and i was just wanting to learn more and more about it because i wasn't really familiar with the bible i wasn't familiar with what what the messages that was being displayed to me what they was what they was really meaning so i mean the past few years, man, I've just really been just meeting weekly, usually with our pastor at, at, in Minnesota, and with Pastor Calvin, and awesome. he tries to shed a word, and it's, it's been good, man, because, I mean, there's times where I just, when I'm down or something bothering me, or if it's, it's been a bad moment, I just lean on that faith and say, hey, he's a, there's a reason why it's here. What's a, what's a scripture that you hold on to? Um, I know I talked to a lot of guys today. They got go-to scripture. Mine's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It's been my life verse since I was in college. Uh, oh yeah, mine is Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things right all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's, that's a great one for football too. Yeah, that's the one I I've had that for so long. I just I don't know why I've always loved that, and it's just something that's just I can do it all through Him, and that's what I try to lean on. And when things are, I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna make this. I don't know if I'm gonna do this. I know he's got the strength in it. You know, I tell people all the time that, you know, sometimes, like you said, that the Lord allows tough things to happen in our life so that we can become what he wants us to become. And you said that. Oh, yeah. Um, but I also believe that the Lord puts us here, no matter how tough our background, to reach out and be a servant and to help others that have been through what we've been through. And the cool thing about what you're telling me, and, and we've all had our tr- tr- trials and tribulations, is that we're able to take that experience and have a heart for other people to understand what that feels like. And it sounds like to me that even though you've experienced a great deal of success in the NFL and there's things that come along with that success, that you're well-grounded and understand uh, that you have a responsibility to others. Exactly, yeah. I mean, just because I'm in the NFL, I don't want people to think that I'm not a a regular human being. I'm still a person with a heart and and feelings for others. And 
I mean, I know what it's like, man. Like I said, it, it's not always been easy for me, and it's still not easy. And, I mean, if I'm able to shed a little light on anybody's life, I'm willing to do that. And, I mean, it's, it was – I think it was last week I got a message on Facebook from a, a, a woman back home who was telling me a story about a high school kid who's been experiencing some difficulties. And um, he, he he's a high school football player, and uh, he was having some trouble with his girlfriend, a relationship. Yeah. And he was thinking about committing suicide. Wow. So she reached out to me because she knows – that I, I've been around my community back home, and she just knows. And it, I, I felt good personally that she reached out to me out of all people. I don't even know the little kid. I, I know her a little bit, but I don't know the, the teenage boy. And she reached out to me and was like, could you please just talk to him and just shed a little light and wow. just tell him something about how you got to where you at, some of the things you've been through and how you've overcome those. And it was, it, it was something that really touched me, and I was like, I was proud of that moment because – she could have reached out to anybody, but she thought of me in that moment. And sometimes you don't understand what one word of encouragement can change somebody's direction. Uh, and you hear, I hear that all the time from young people, uh, you know, that are going through what you're talking about because uh, that is a prevalent problem. Oh, yeah. Uh, Charles Johnson, Minnesota Vikings, uh, we hope to see you go farther in the playoffs next year. Uh, thank you for coming in on Sold Out Sports Talk. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.